0: This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group.
1: The Answer San Diego presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, all part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock.
2: All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowers. i like in the house as my co-host, Mr. Kevin. Good morning. Good morning. Now now we got our political conversation out of the way. <laughs> no, that's never out of the way. No. Yeah. We, <laughs> I like right, a good, good argument. Is, and I don't want to talk to you about this. <laughs> so forget about it. I'm here to talk about cars. That's what I do. So that's what we're talking about this morning. I know you love a big argue, I love argument. You argue with me about everything car wise every, hey, that's, yeah, but that's why that's why I and, uh, hang out with you because you always have a car argument what's wrong with what's wrong with arguments they're I good for you it's not arguments it learns it's you a, how to deal with well, people well first off it was an argument it's a discussion <laughs> we were having a discussion hey I remember when Brendan was in hey, here we were all having a discussion I remember when I used to go see grandma uh,
3: Bowersock at her uh, when she lived in that community thing and you know like in her her retirement yes. community <laughs> but it was funny because I would be down in the cafeteria and there was a, there was this once at old women we'd always sit there and kind of go back and forth about things and in the end they always come over and hug me and go that was the best argument we've had in a while <laughs>
2: you, you were entertaining for them hey anyway a good argument like that is good <laughs> some, some it's a discussion okay whatever anyway all right hey mm. here we are man we're talking about cars this morning welcome to auto talk radio i'm your host brian bowers and in the house with me is my co-host kevin shoot i lost my paper now what am i gonna do i i don't I don't know if you're pretty
3: good at talking, so just keep rolling with it
2: <laughs> that almost sounded like an insult why well, that was a compliment one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy i i so I, I i now have this number down in my mind, which is perfect one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy hey, give us a call. We'll talk to you about anything automotive related this morning see uh, we're yeah. <laughs> i'm pretty good at talking thanks a lot man i do want to remind folks auto talk radio is brought to you by the west automotive group uh which consists of uh west Escondido automotive and transmission up in the Escondido auto parkway uh triple a approved and star certified for smog for 28 years about now Woo! that's why your beard's gray kevin i'm okay with it <laughs> um taking care of folks in north county for a long period of time uh uh helping folks out and stuff. Uh West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission out at uh, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, uh uh AAA approved and smog certified out there in East County taking care of folks now coming up on 7 years around there. Uh along with uh West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue uh Central San Diego, taking care of folks over there for uh around 3 years and uh our newest and uh, uh addition to the west automotive group which is uh west miramar automotive and transmission right across the freeway from us here in the golden triangle taking care of folks for over a year now all of us the west automotive group uh myself my employees come together to bring you auto talk radio for one simple reason that is we believe in one single philosophy we never put money ahead of people very important to us and a little conversation about that i ran into a gentleman in yesterday in the Escadito lobby and i was talking to him and uh he said uh he was actually headed out to go up to. Uh, um, I think he said it's his mo- m- mom's mother's ninety fourth birthday. They're all getting together. I think it was ninety four in an, in her ninety somewhere. And he had a problem with the truck, and he'd never been in. But he's listened to us on the radio and stuff. And he uh, so he he got his truck in, and he he said to me, he said, "Man, you your your people here." And he was dealing with Tim, uh, who's my manager there in, at the Escondido location. He says, "Man, your people are amazing. They do." such a great job informing me, let me know what's going on, etc. So good stuff. Uh great job to Tim, but the one thing that I explained to him and I was talking about which I often do is the reason that experience is so great uh when you bring your vehicle in and you bring your vehicle in and, and definitely check us out. Um but the reason is is the great people I have working for me. It's not, you know, he's like he uh people often say to me like, "Man, y- y- you The West Automotive you've done a great job. It's not, but I always tell people, it's not just, it's not me. Yes, I I did a good job at putting a bunch of amazing people together, amazing technicians, amazing uh, people that take care of you when you come in to get the information, what's going on with your vehicle and keep you informed and all that. So that's what makes the West Automotive Group so great is that, and I always want to mention the great people that work for me. So anyway. Just wanted to say that, and it was a joy talking to him in the lobby. We spent some time chatting about different things and stuff. So, I always love running into folks. That was a point that I was getting to make here. So, good stuff for sure. Um, but uh, you know, and if you think you have a transmission problem, you should get in. Let us do our Certicare uh, uh, inspection and diagnosis and figure out what's going on with the vehicle for you. We've seen way too many vehicles that don't have transmission problems that, or somebody's recommended something else with it, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we're here to help you out. So check us out at westautomotivegroup.com. That is westautomotivegroup.com. From there, you can also check out where I'm the auto man on the CW every Friday morning uh, and also on Fox uh, 5 News every Wednesday morning. Uh, You can check out my segments. They're all on YouTube. There, also on our channel. Or you can go to Auto Talk Radio, which you can listen to us live here or listen to any of the podcasts. They're all posted afterwards. So um, you can go there and check them out if you missed one for sure. That's westautomotivegroup.com. group dot com. But this morning, one eight 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 three four four eleven seven here on Auto Talk Radio. Uh give us a call. Anything automotive related, we're happy to talk to you about. And uh Brendan's over there uh wait just waiting to answer the phone. He's looking kind of bored. I think he's watching cartoons right now or something, but anyway. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, give us a call. We're here to talk to you. What we're talking about uh directed, what do you know about direct injection gasoline? You know anything it gets, about it? It gets directly injected. <laughs> Okay, story's no, there's, over. There's Somebody a- <laughs> call in with something else automotive related. <laughs> it's just, there's a lot there's a lot of things about direct injections that are good. I mean, oh, there's, there's a, a, well, number one, you can take a very small engine and and we boost the power and torque output of it severely
3: by direct injecting it, right? Well, yeah, because instead of it spraying in the, because in, in, old injection would spray it into the intake. Which then had to travel through the intake, and then now... In, yeah, right above just,
2: the intake valve, correct.
3: Now yeah. you're spraying it straight into the cylinder. Like which, a diesel does.
2: Yes. Yeah. So there's there, the, there's less to be lost, and there's... Well, and you get almost as close as you can to perfect atomization for burn. Yes. And that's why it produces the, the more horsepower and all that, because... It, we can control the perfect atomization, whereas before, like you said, it had to roll past the valve and swirl and then go into the combustion chamber. Which means
3: you have to add more more
2: fuel, because
3: by the time there's it goes loss, through all this, pre- there's y- there's y- vapor correct. loss,
2: there's this, this, so and this. So we also, the fuel economy's better. Yes. Uh, you can control the emissions better, because you're controlling the burn. Yes. So there's a lot of things that actually go into it. Uh, uh, lower exhaust emissions, increased volumetric efficiency, uh, increased output and in power and torque. Uh, the we've come a long way from carburetors, right? Yes, the Venturian carburetor was made to atomize the fuel. It would tumble the air and fuel together, and that's how you got the atomization and into the engine. Uh, so, and uh, this is why it's not a good idea to port and polish a regular motor
3: because <laughs> your your air fuel wouldn't tumble. That's why they that's why the intake was always rough because oh, it helped the it helped the air and the fuel tumble and atomize and.
2: Well, engineered that way, without question, for sure. So uh, important uh, stuff when you're trying to get fuel to atomize and and things like that. Uh, So we've gone from carburetor to uh, throttle body injected. Yes. Which was uh, basically that a, was the first. a carburetor, but not a, with two injectors sitting there. Yes, yes. Which were better than carbureted because electronically we could control the uh, amount of fuel. Well, the response was a lot faster, too,
3: because the electricity would travel to it faster. Because the old one, you remember, had an accelerator pump on it. Yeah. So it did take yep. a second All mechanical. for that sh-
2: Yeah, with a diaphragm. Yes. Get a little tear in that thing. Now you got a big bog. Yes. <laughs> so not working so well. So there's... A, come a, fuel in, systems have come a long way just... Through and through. There is no question about it. Uh, and in doing so, really, like I said, have increased the uh, lowered emissions, increased uh, output power, increased torque, uh, so and that's, and reduced fuel consumption. That's why we can go with smaller motors now
3: and get the same torque out of them. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Well. Remember when the Quad 4 came out? What was that? Late 80s, early 90s? Th- I that 89, was a, I think. Wasn't it? Or 90? They said that, that that four-cylinder had the output of a V8 kind of but the, that was a mi-
2: torky little
3: thing but minus a little bit of torque on it obviously cuz they only had four cylinders yeah. in it but they, it, you know what it was they they were starting things in the late 80s
2: early 90s uh, to get to where we're at today well you're yeah, correct well th- yeah so i and what was it by 87 there was no more carbureted vehicles being made right we had gone to port or throttle body fuel injection or or some on the i port. thought in
3: 87 was when they first
2: started going to the fuel in- or- no Wait a minute. Eighty-seven was the eighty-six was the last year of a carbureted vehicle, if I remember right.
3: I, I, I don't want to say vehicle though. I'm talking about like because Camaro was. I know that like the eighty-seven Camaro was carbureted. I, I thought, don't think
2: so. No, fuel injected. I think eighty-six was last year. I'm serious. No, there were some carbureted Camaros in the eighty-seven. I'm I'm, on, I'm gonna because
3: there were I'm still right. under there were still under some warning when I was still working at the dealer. I remember doing some quarter jets there still. But that that's here and there. I was saying I think some of the pickup trucks went
2: up to like nineteen ninety though, didn't they? Maybe that's why I was when no, you were saying no, 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 not carburetor. No, I don't think so. I don't think I, I'm thinking 87 or 88 was the last okay. year. 88 probably somewhere in there. Anyway, the late 80s was the end of uh, the whole. Uh, see, he wants to argue with me. The late 80s was what's <laughs> the end of uh, uh, the carburetor for sure somewhere in yes, there. And yeah, we yeah. stopped using the carburetor um, because it wasn't efficient. It really wasn't. You wasted a lot of fuel. It was hard to control emissions the output uh you didn't get the torque or or the power output out of it that you could in fuel injection um everything being controlled by sensors and and whether it was emissions or 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 that we were reducing etc was a way better way with fuel injection fuel injection especially in colder weather
3: was really awesome An- in the morning.
2: Thing. Yeah, another your drivability also is yes. way improved the, over a car break. Yes. Yeah, no question because that. Remember, we used to say you had to sit and let your your vehicle warm up. Well, you don't we don't let vehicles warm. You know, there's no need to let a vehicle warm up. If anymore. you ever grew up back in like the Midwest, where it's really <laughs> really cold in the morning, you would understand. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So exactly. So there's a lot lot to it uh, uh, when it comes to uh, you know as far as what fuel injections change, what's better. Um, and, and now we've gone all the way, like I said, so we're going to be talking about uh direct injection. There's a lot to this. Uh, uh, yeah, the carburetor had yeah, hasn't been used since, since somewhere in the eighties for sure. Uh, in induced, uh, in fuel induction injection system, induced air can be metered precisely and the fuel is injected in the manifold or, or to, to the air amount. So that's what changes with kind of with fuel injection after we got past the uh the T B I although even with T B I we use mass airflow sensors or map sensors to know how much air was coming in so the car could determine, you know, how much fuel to put in. Yes. Right. Which we still do those today. Most are mass air flow sensors, um, where we actually measure the amount of air coming in. The computer takes that data, and from that can adjust the fuel, whether it be throttle body injected, uh, port injected, or direct injected. Um, there are no throttle body injected vehicles anymore either. That that went away also because port injected or direct injected is the best way to control the fuel to the cylinders, etc. Yeah, because even cover.
3: port is closer to the. Closer to the cylinder, which you're not
2: losing. Way, way closer. So so the efficiency and everything else is way, way better for sure. Uh, the performance of a GDI engine, though, which we're talking about, which is gasoline direct injected. Uh, parameters that have the greatest influence on the engine efficiency are compression ratio and air fuel ratio. Uh, the effect of raising the, raising the compression ratio is to increase the power and output to reduce the fuel consumption. Uh, you get a lot of efficiency out of this motor. Now there are some downfalls that we can talk about when talking about this, and mainly, uh, the downfalls are carbon buildup that we're seeing a lot of these days, right? Yes. And what what so so one of the good things with port, one of the good things with port, and that is that the the fuel was injected before the intake valve, right? Yes. And it ran across, and it was kind of a cleaner. If you use good fuel, like good fuel with additives, you know, there's Chevron and Shell and all those. It would clean all this stuff. It would help keep it clean. You do induction services uh, yearly to remove some of the excess carbon. Well, what we're finding with GDI is because no fuel runs across that, it's directly injected. Uh, that the burn process of when that valve opens next is getting composites on it, and the carbon starts to build up quite a bit on the valves on those, right? Yes. W- what happens when you build up carbon on a valve? Well,
3: it, it can hold the
2: valve open. I mean, it can do all kinds well, of things. And it does, doesn't open and... Eventually, it gets bad enough that it starts to cause misfire issues, right? Yes. I mean, that's what happens. And we're seeing a lot of that uh, uh, these days now that we've gone to GDI. So every time you design something that's <laughs> even higher performance reduces emissions and all this thing you don't really know that the end run on the outside of it until it's run through its process right so the process with this is that we started to see build up of that uh um, so there's a couple things you can really do to help prevent uh well, uh, extreme buildup. And we're going to get into those. I just say, the good news is they actually have
3: things do that now. Remember what they first started doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> the walnut. Well, that,
2: we're still doing walnut. Blasting, I know, but though, still, of, though. If you don't do what you're supposed to. So anyway, we'll get into all that. We're going to have to take mm-hmm. our first break here real quick. Um, give us a call. one 888 That's 888- three four four eleven seventy anything automotive related we're happy to talk to you about. Uh we're gonna take our first break here real quick and then uh uh we'll be uh coming right back after uh, these messages. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego.
1: more auto talk education and empowerment on the way on the answer san diego get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the auto man here on auto talk radio brian bowersock 888-344-1170 now here's more auto talk with brian bowersock
2: hi folks welcome back to auto talk radio talking about direct-injected fuel fuel uh, I mean GDI really is an amazing thing though without question so and most manufacturers are not now going to this not all have well it's one of the things it takes time for
3: them to move everything over to this like getting
2: rid of the carburetor exactly so eventually probably everything will be direct-injected they they
3: test it on a few cars and then they slowly keep moving the rest of their cars over
2: (laughs) they do they do The good stuff. All right, folks, give us a call here. 1-888-344-1170. It's 888-344-1170. I didn't finish talking about, uh, um, you know, getting your vehicle in. If you think you have a trans problem with us, any of our locations, we'll do our CERTA care transmission diagnosis for you and make a determination. Initial testing and inspection basically is what we do. Make a determination. Do you have a transmission problem or do you have another problem that we need to go after and can inform you of that that way? one of the services that we offer and it's a great service for sure uh definitely can help you out because like I said I've seen more than one vehicle that didn't need a transmission that somebody was trying to sell them one prime example was when I was running the Kearney Mesa location a big Ford E350 it was a dog grooming van guy calls talk to him he's like it's my girlfriend's van and like I broke down on the freeway it's at this place that needs transmission it's gonna be like six grand I'm all what what happened? He's all what, lost power, and I said, "Are you sure?" I I you know what? Let's get it over and get checked. So got over, got it checked out. You know, it wasn't a transmission; it had to do with the transmission. You know what happened? What the overdrive switch shorted out in the shifter uh-huh. and kept putting it in limp home mode. Oh, so they could have replaced they if you would have replaced the transmission on a vehicle. Guess what? You still would have had That's sh- you the still needed. Problem. You're gonna say you Don't still
3: need, need to replace the shifter when so you got. We done. fixed
2: the shifter and put some brakes on the car. center down the road. So she was a very happy camper. I'm sure. To to say the least. Um, So good stuff there. Um, Folks, also a reminder, everything we're doing with the whole uh, uh, COVID scenario. um, If you come in to see us, all the employees are wearing masks and uh, uh, everybody's washing their hands. We got sanitizer out for everybody. We're sanitizing the keys and wiping everything down on your cars. We're returning it back to you. Uh, just making sure everybody's staying safe and uh, all, all of our employees, plus uh, keeping your stuff safe for returning the car back to you so that uh, as you go back to your family, uh, everybody's safe and sound. And, and that's uh, one of the great things we're doing with vehicles uh, to make sure you get serviced. And we also are offering six months no interest uh, on service and repairs uh, on approved credit. Uh, we got several arms to try to help you out there with uh with that so great stuff so if you can't stop in and get a card it's always great to have a card for that you can use it anytime you can use it over again and it's always available for you and uh just just a great uh option if you need it financially. yes so good stuff for sure all right folks one 344 1170 888-344-1170 anything automotive related we are here to talk to you about for sure all right let's grab uh rick and alcohol good morning rick Hey, good morning, Brian and Kevin. How are you guys doing? We're doing amazing today. How about yourself, sir?
4: I'm doing fine. I just wanted to give you a heads up. You were talking about Tim up at Escondido. He was the first guy that I walked into your store with that gave me uh, a heads up to head over to Kevin's shop. (laughs) And you guys uh, overhauled the trainee and uh it's been working like a charm ever since
2: yep headed, headed and, you over uh, to to the trans area of our shop huh
4: yeah right away <laughs> and uh kevin thanks for that job you guys did a great uh a, a great service on it i've got one hundred and fifty thousand hundred and fifty thousand on a 98 chevy metro and i just went into your store and uh, there's only one store in El Cajon or East County that anyone should go to, and that's uh, West El Cajon Automotive. Well, thank uh, you. W- with Chris there,
2: yes, sir. And uh, Marshall, Marshall Dillon, <laughs> Marshall Dillon, yeah, <laughs> young, young, <laughs> young Marshall Dillon, young Marshall
4: Dillon. <laughs> those guys are those guys are great. <clears throat> and I just had you were talking about. An induction service and the uh, throttle body, yes, sir. And my, <clears throat> you guys are saving me a lot of money. I went from nineteen point five miles to the gallon to thirty-two.
2: Yeah, that is a big an, an induction service once a year. Not only does it help with the carbon stuff, but uh, the drivability of the car really changes. You can, and I'm sure you can attest to that. They just run smoother, idle better, and all all of those items uh, when you get that induction service done, for sure.
4: Absolutely. And at 150000 it's not burning one ounce of oil between oil changes.
2: Well, we sure have enjoyed not, taking care of that vehicle for you.
4: Not off the stick. I mean, everything is just right on the money. They're going to put me in that car and into the ground so I get rid of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when the day comes, that's that's the final resting spot, huh?
4: Absolutely, right God. to Rosecrans.
2: <laughs> there you go, there you go. All right. They
4: all right, always. Guys. I, I I I really appreciate all of your help through the years, and it's been uh, uh, going on ten years now, and there's no other place to go.
2: Well, thanks for your kind words, and we truly uh, appreciate your confidence in us and allowing us to take care of your vehicles. And we always enjoy seeing you, Rick, for sure, along with your uh, yep. your your little Chevy there.
4: Yep. You guys have a wonderful weekend.
2: You do the same. You be safe and take care of yourself, and uh, we'll talk soon.
4: All right. Take care, guys.
2: You too, Rick. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Always good to hear from Rick. Um, Yes. Yeah. yeah for He's right. The first time we saw him, we actually uh, uh, um, he had a transmission problem. A manual. He's a manual transmission that we rebuilt. So on his on that little car. So and he's been trucking it all over ever since. So, but uh, it, that was long before we had El Cajon location. So now he gets his car service. Obviously in El Cajon, he used to come all the way up from El Cajon, make a special trip, and and we take care of him. But now he's right around the corner, and he gets to go see Chris and them for like seven years now. So, it's a good. Good, good spot. And that way, he won't have to
3: drive too far, neither.
2: Nah, nah, don't have to. And they they've been taking good care of his little car for him out there too, at our location in El Cajon. So good stuff. But he brought up a good point, and that's a fuel induction service. Regardless, if you have a um, port injected or direct injected vehicle, yearly a very important service on your vehicle. I do it yearly on my truck, and let me tell you something it 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 re- removes a heck of a lot of carbon off the valves but not only that we also clean up the throttle body so removing carbon out of that the, which keeps the idle air control and those items working properly whether you have a drive-by-wire throttle body or you still have a mechanical throttle body on your vehicle that's cable operated most vehicles now are drive-by-wire right mm-hmm. so but that door starts to hang up on there because of carbon in the throttle body you have other drivability problems that aren't just related to carbon buildup on valves right yes so in other words um keeping all that stuff which is all part of an induction service and cleaning you know and some people are like well you just dump stuff in the fuel right no we use an atomizer that goes down it removes the uh helps remove the carbon off the valves stuff. if you do that yearly on a GDI you won't have to have the intake pulled off and the valves walnut blasted if you don't then the options that it ends up coming down to are taking the motor apart. And we've had to do several F-150s fleet ones that have been driven up to 100,000 miles, no induction done to them. And let me tell you, the carbon that builds up on those valves is astronomical. And it causes misfires. And it can jump around. And it causes all kinds of different drivability problems. A lot of times when cold, uh, big issues. And it can be a big problem for sure. Well,
3: that's that's the thing too because – the farther we get along, the more we add chemicals to the to the actual fuel. Uh-huh. Fuel's not like it used to be. No, there's a lot. there's crust and hardened differently than the regular, just the regular fuel did. Well, there's
2: a lot of additives that they they change the fuel around and change it to to help try to reduce emissions. It's engineered to. So, but not all of that stuff is good for inside a motor, is what you're saying. Well, I'm also saying burning the carbon out's a little harder than it
3: used to be, yeah. too. So it, it's it, it's a good idea to have it done on even older cars. I mean, oh, for cause, sure, because just the way the because back in the '70s, you could have a '70s car, and the way we ran the fuel, the fuel would burn. even if it had carbon, you could go, you could maybe dump a little tranny fluid down the intake and it would burn it off. You can't do that anymore because the way it crusts
2: and it just it hardens differently. I know he just said that. Don't do that with your car. <laughs> Please don't do that with your car, especially today with the all the catalysts and everything. You. Start- I said used to.
3: <laughs> I didn't say do it. <laughs> it just hardens and stuff on the valves differently, so you need to use use like a like a like a good uh, industrial cleaner like the BG
2: yeah. product that uh, to do it now. And that's what exactly. So that good point. So that's what we use though is BG, and there's a reason that we use BG. It is actually the best and highest quality uh chemicals out there and it's it's you you can't pick it up. You have to have the tool for it, number one, the atomizer and all that stuff. But, but you can't pick it up. You can't go to your local auto parts store, uh, Napa or whatever. And you, you can't buy this stuff. It's well, only for professional. Well, the ter- the tool turns it
3: into a mist so that it'll atomize so that you don't hydrolock cylinders. And you have to be careful even when you're using this, you got to rev the engine a couple times in the middle of it to make sure that you don't get. Keep it cleaned liquid down. Liquid posits
2: sitting in the intake, lower intake somewhere. You have to keep it going, moving through the system. You know what else yearly this does that a lot of people don't mention or don't, I mean, we're talking about removing carbon off the valves. We're talking about cleaning the throttle body. Uh, how, how, How much fuel, more fuel efficient. One of the things that Rick mentioned, removing that carbon will raise your fuel economy. So that's a good plus to it. But also removing all the carbon throttle body, idle control, all that stuff, how much smoother the car idles um, is a big difference. But the point that I was getting ready to get to is it also can extend and help the life of the catalyst on the vehicle. Why? Because it actually cleans all the carbon out of it. And so it keeps it, it working, right? What, it, it, well, it keeps... So the, the way a catalyst works is the surface of it is a chemical change inside the catalyst, and it needs to react. The precious metals in there react with uh, the emissions coming out of the motor, and that's how it reduces emissions even more. If those beds inside there get coated with excess carbon, they don't work as well. Well, they don't work at all. Well, they not, can eventually, but I mean, it they, they reduces the efficiency of it over time and can fail... Um, not only things such as driving around with a misfire, but other, you know, just daily operation of the vehicle. So keeping it clean running a induction service once a year helps keep all that clean. So in the long run, this induction service, I, I when I, we talk about doing these, I truly think this is one of the service yearly is some of the best spent money along like doing a transmission service because it will will and can save you a lot of money down the road. Well, yeah, because once you get so much buildup on the
3: cat, it's it's hard. You, you can't get it off. But well, if you clean done. it, if yeah. you clean it once, once a year,
2: doing this, then it will keep that off of there. It, it definitely helps. No guarantees. I mean, whatever. I do mine once a year. I got three hundred fifty thousand miles on the catalyst on my truck. It's original, right? And when I smog that thing, it still has to go on the dyno because it's pre two thousand and all that. The thing blows zeros. The reason blow zeros is I, number one, I keep it in good working order. I place the spark plugs when need be. I make sure there's no admission misfires. I do an induction service once a year and take it. But all of that together reduces me having to spend money on something like a catalyst that really I don't want to buy. Right? Well, no, because they're pricey. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. Just slightly. All right, folks, 1 888 344 1170. That's 888 344 1170. We're going to take our last break here, real quick, at Auto Talk Radio. But we want y'all to wake up, put down that second cup of coffee, get on the phone, 888 344 1170. Give us a call, whether it's GDI or anything else automotive related. This is Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego. We'll be right back after these messages.
1: Here's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way on The Answer San Diego. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock.
2: All right. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. So we were just looking up, uh, uh, we were trying to figure out the actual last year, and it looks like uh, 1991, the Subaru Justy was the last year of a car that was actually carbureted worldwide. And then it looks like 1990, General Public Oldsmobile Custom Cruiser in Buick Estate, if you're really interested, the Cadillac Braum. Ooh honda prelude man i rebuilt some of those carburetors that was the, were that that was was the, fun
3: that was the two carburetors that were synced well, together no
2: that was a that that was the honda accord and the civic had had that had that that three barrel carburetor yeah oh you're talking about the side drafts on the prelude yeah <laughs> they were a nightmare
3: man and then the big old vacuum box where about nine thousand uh, vacuum lines yeah. came
2: off <laughs> yes 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 uh so uh very fun stuff boy some of those side drafts were something else to get uh Um, um, that Lotus Esprit had side drafts that I had to, you had to sink and everything on them. That was a fun car to work on. It was, but, uh, that was a fun car to drive. It was a fun car to drive. There's no question in my mind about it for sure. For sure. But the pedals were really skinny on that thing. (laughs) I used, to, I used to have to take my boots off and I just drive into my socks because that you're right because the English, they made all the pedals real close well, together. the Italian skinny shoes. You, you could st- step on the clutch and <laughs> the brake could be hitting them, all the different pedals at one time. It's kind of crazy, but uh fun car to drive. But anyway, this a little bit of fact there. It looks like a 1990 Kevin was right. I thought it was like 87 was last year, but close. Kevin said 90. He he win, he win wins on that one. Well, I thought... Because I, I was thinking that the Camaro was like the first one to go uh,
3: port-injected. Or, yeah, port-injected. I think it did that like in the... 87. 80, 80,
2: it, 87,
3: yeah. I know in 86 it was still carbureted definitely. So it was like 87, 88 what? that they Didn't were... Didn't
2: some of those already switch, though, to throttle TBI injection? See, yes, some of them did. Because you I, had to... So fi- you got to remember, you had three different motors in the Camaro back then. But I'm just saying, I think after like 86... There was very few carbureted cars pretty much had gone to either TBI or they went to port injection, and that's what they were And
3: I remember like. somewhere like 88, 89, that they actually had it like the lowest line of V8, like the five liter car, uh, Camaro was carbureted. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then by the time you got to the
2: IROC. That was the economy
3: model. Yeah, but by the time you got to the IROC, it was tune port. <laughs> so you had like carbureted throttle body and tune port. That you could buy. That was back when you had options. You could have options, options. when you bought a car. You could get yeah. a
2: purple car too if you wanted yeah. one. Yeah, we don't and then do that anymore. They had no teal more. green too. Yeah, we <laughs> don't do that anymore either. It's okay. I, I'm okay with that stuff being gone for sure. That was anyway. back
3: when you could get a refrigerator
2: and a car that was the same color. Oh God. <laughs> mercy (laughs) anyway hey folks i do also want to remind you uh, auto talk radio is brought to you by interstate batteries battery for every need interstate batteries are the highest quality batteries out there we do not stock nor sell any other batteries when it comes to the west automotive group for one simple reason uh they are the highest quality uh if you need a battery for any other reason uh you can check them out uh at their uh, storefronts uh, uh, up on Miramar road or down at uh, um, in La Mesa. Uh, they're there to take care of, they do have a battery for every single need. And I get all my batteries from there, whether it's for my smoke detectors or it's uh, uh, for my key fobs for my cars or, or anything else uh, definitely interstate batteries. But it, when it comes to an automotive related battery, if you need one, just hop on west automotive com. that's west automotive com. You can find all about us, everything about us, but you also can make an appointment to get in and get an interstate battery put in your vehicle if it's time for a battery. Uh, one of the things we also do with the what we call the interstate tester is check the the uh, where your battery's at every time your car comes in for service. That way we can kind of tell you, hey, this battery, is, it's not that your car's not going to start tomorrow, but you know what? It's starting to wear towards the replace side. Um, that way you can stay, uh, stay ahead of that because there's nothing that's no fun no that's less fun than getting stuck where you go out and your battery's dead and you're stuck especially when you're late to work it always happens at the worst time yes so interstate batteries a battery for every need definitely the highest quality batteries out there so great stuff all right folks you can give us a call here 1-888-344-1170 it's 888-344-1170 anything automotive related all right let's grab a alan in chula vista you got a question alan
4: yeah good morning guys good morning Uh, a couple of questions um when you're talking about TDI, are you talking about Tango Delta India or Tango Bravo India? GDI. Because I understand on the radio.
2: I, can, I oh, can hear that on the phone. We're talking about GDI, gasoline direct injected. G ah, okay,
4: GDI. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Good. Uh, second question is: I, I've been listening intently, but I'm missing what causes carbon buildup in, a, in an injection system in the, back in the manifold. So, Doesn't carbon happen when you, when you have a combustion?
2: You do. It's the burning of fossil fuels. So so
4: why, that, is it back, why is it back in the manifold? If you're injecting directly, then all the uh, carbon buildup would be just on the valve.
2: Nope, because every time you open, there's always a little uh, left uh, from that burning process. And when the valve opens, it it back swirls. So, and, uh-huh, okay. and that's where it settles on top of the valve right there because the valve opens into the combustion chamber. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's why it ends up with carbon buildup. And before, what used to help a lot, like we were saying, is uh, with the port injecting, then the fuel raw clean fuel would get injected and go across the valve again, which helped wash some of that back down. So um, the process why GDI builds up so much more carbon is there's nothing washing across the intake valve anymore. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. But there's still a lot more pluses to GDI than there is negatives, but that is the the one main negative for sure.
4: Yeah, we've got a a 2006 Toyota Matrix. Uh Uh-huh. We get our service done at the dealer. Uh, They have a pretty good service department. And uh, um, the the mileage is just going down here lately. It's hard to figure out why. Maybe that's exactly what it is. It
2: it is highly possible. It is highly possible. So. Yeah. One, one of those things for sure. That's why uh, we keep a good eye on that. And at uh, all of our service departments, we make sure and recommend yearly. But there are two different kinds of induction services. Uh, there's a There are two different processes depending on if the vehicle is GDI or if it's uh, just a port-injected vehicle. So something you need to be aware of. And, and whoever's servicing your vehicle needs to be qualified to make those determinations and, and recommend you in the right direction for sure. Okay, good deal. Hey, thanks so much for the call and thanks for listening, Alan. Yeah, great show this morning. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Thank you, you too. Okay, bye bye. So good, good questions about why it happens, um, but uh, that is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what happens.
3: So. I th- now that I got me thinking because you know what I just I just uh, I mean who knows whether they did it or not but I just ended up inquiring another S10 so. I was thinking, well, you know what I should do? I should mark down the mileage I'm getting out of that and then do an induction service and see and pay attention to my performance on it since I just got this one Mm -hmm. um, and see uh, what kind of improvement I get out of it. Gotcha. I mean, I know I'm going to, but normally you don't get to actually see it. And some of my other cars, I've had them long enough that I've been doing it long enough that I didn't really, of course... I have a little more time on my hands, my kids obviously have grown up and stuff like this so mm-hmm. i'm thinking maybe i'll maybe i'll, uh, I'll actually document it of, of how good it does afterwards so I, i'll assume I have to go another couple of weeks and I'll, and I'll keep i'll keep and i'll find out what kind of mileage i'm getting right now and then i'll do it and then i'll see uh I'll see what kind of horsepower I got back, like dipping. Because you know what? I got to – because I leave Fallbrook and I always have to climb some hills heading towards uh-huh. Escondido. Uh-huh. I'll see what kind of like tip-in throttle and stuff like that, oh, yeah, how yeah. it improves it.
2: It's a good way – good yeah, good way to do it. Uh, all I know is that uh, – well, like Rick keeps real good control of his fuel mileage. so he's, right. uh So and, and he, he knows for sure. And, and I've tracked it before. Um, I can't remember –
3: I just want to see what, I, like, on this car, though, because... Yeah, this, you should.
2: Every car's different. This okay.
3: S10's four-wheel drive. It's four three liter. So, it is, a, you know, it's not, like, it's not the best gas car. I just want to see if I do pick up a few mileage on it. You know yeah, what I mean? absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sure on Rick's the Metro, th- it probably gets really good gas mileage in the first place. Mm-hmm. So he probably only got a, maybe a mile or so better because just of the car it is. You get what yeah, I'm saying? That's
2: still, over time, no, no, that's a lot. lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And not only that, but like we said, the other benefits of it are, you know, the car runs better. I mean, as far as you can tell, it idles smoother. It drives better. The is better. You remove all the well, carbon. Well, you probably notice it like... Saving t- the catalyst.
3: And like tipping. T- oh, yeah. Like, like There's starting no to climb a grade and you don't have to push into it as hard and stuff like that. That's what I'm looking for. So,
2: and the reason for that is carbon... Starts it just robs the vehicle of, of fuel mileage, also because even though uh, uh and GDI is way better at it and it causes more drivability problems. But carbon buildup on a port injected robs fuel because it when it sprays the fuel, uh, over time, if you haven't done an induction service, you got a uh, long process of buildup, carbon absorb on the back of that valve starts to absorb some of that fuel, so now you got a lean condition you're gonna end up with lean misfire yeah and
3: it doesn't roll off the valve like it was manufactured to do and and all kinds of things you know it won't swirl like it's supposed to and
2: there's a lot that goes into that but you're right all of that goes into it causing uh issues along with why it doesn't uh um, burn properly etc so and and a gdi engine uh, the way it's engineered and designed uh you know uh, such as light throttle and uh, it runs pretty lean so uh it when they're trying to when you're accelerating uh uh asking for a lot of torque or performance it, then it goes to stoichiometric which is where it's uh the best fuel uh mixture possible for for an engine but sometimes we run a little bit outside that and stoichiometric is basically optimum fuel atomization and burning inside an engine that's what they call uh, stegiometric. And if you that, it, it, we've always been looking for that on vehicles, um, but we do operate outside of it a little bit uh, for best performance sometimes, too. So um, but uh, that together, when you try to get an engine running in that operation, fuel control wise, uh, reduces mis- emissions, has the best power output, torque, all those kind of things. And that's what you we we're looking for with a vehicle is performance the best reduction of emissions you know and drivability and that's you know what makes a newer car nice to drive yes right and also good for the environment you know yes. so we're not 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 killing everything but but carbon does build up from fossil fuels and uh that's one of the things that does happen for sure so um as we're talking about and that's why the induction service i i tell you makes such a a uh, um, big difference um, when it's done yearly and and that's really all it needs to be done you know anywhere from a fifteen to twenty thousand miles an induction service will keep the motor clean and things in good good working order uh so when it does but I truly think like we were talking though and how we've come from the carburetor to throttle body to port to now g d i um almost all cars probably in the next five years or so will five to eight years will be totally all gdi um the one of the reasons that i think that it takes a little time also with that engineering behind this is not just that they're trying to but but that it's costs more to produce the injectors cost more money right uh that you got you're putting an injector inside a combustion chamber versus a little injector that's outside so the durability it has to take high temperatures burning high pressures um you know combustion uh, pressures etc and not damage the injector so they're totally designed different than than a regular port injector yes so just just uh um some other stuff that goes to it but uh um so the com- components seem to be a little more expensive and it may be just because they're new too. the prices on those components can start to come down as needed so anyway, a uh, second thing that helps with those injectors is to reduce carbon buildup on the tip of them, and that's another thing that an additive is added to help clean that out yearly, uh, keeps those injectors good working order, because you don't want to have to replace those.
3: Well, yeah, because, I mean, it could drip, because if it got, well, it could be stuck open
2: a little bit, or it could be stuck closed a little bit, or couldn't spray as good. The enough. pencil on them starts to build up carbon too, which is smaller than the head of a pin, pretty much. That opens and it atomized, sprays the fuel through these little little ports, right, In, yes. at the tip of the injector. And that's how it atomized. Well, you get one plugged up or something. It's, the performance of it is going to be um, affected heavily. Well, especially quickly.
3: more because of the output of the motor. I mean, the, the, they're getting so much more output. So that little bit,
2: you're going to feel it. Correct. I mean, way more than you would. Well, and so much more output out of a small motor. So yes. so you reduce a it, uh, something small like that, one injector can cause a quarter reduction of the power output of the motor. If you Which start is having a lot. A, that's a lot on one of those. Versus when you had a V eight and you may have one problem with the cylinder, and you got seven still 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 pushing. You know, so um, you right the drivability can surely change quickly on those if not taken care of. So. Getting an induction service does several things. Like I said and started out, uh, helps reduce carbon. The drivability is better. Uh, can keep components alive uh, longer and not have to replace them. Everything from injectors uh, to uh, uh, the catalyst, helping to keep it cleaned off, uh, etc. The process of burning fuel causes carbon burn. Uh, uh, fossil fuels causes carbon burn uh, buildup. Sorry, um, from the burn process. So anyway um those things help reduce doing the induction service helps reduce the carbon across the board when it comes to all the components on a vehicle um this service is not that expensive no no so a little more expensive on a GDI the reason why is uh we strongly recommend when you have an induction service done on a GDI because of the um Compression ratio and that we end up with getting some of this chemical will go past the rings. So we recommend doing an oil service afterwards, which oil change. So it's a good time to get done with an oil service, due to GDI service, then change the engine oil and filter afterwards, helps remove all that carbon. We don't want any of the chemicals being caught up in in the oil system because they can wear on Babbitt bearings, et cetera, you know, throughout the system. So on those vehicles, it's extremely important to also change the oil after you do the induction service. Now, by the way, this carbon induction service is available on diesels, too. It's a different process. It's a different chemical, but we do do it on diesels also. So um, one one of the uh, uh, added uh, um, benefits is the drivability for the diesel. Diesel still, uh, diesel fuel is a carbon... Uh, uh, is a fuel, right? Yes, and it creates carbon also when it burns, so it's a fossil. Well,
3: and it's it's even kind of worse on carbon because it doesn't burn as as well.
2: Yeah, well, well, it's, because it's not
3: ignited; it's well, actually compression
2: and, ignited. You well, know what I'm saying? That's where you get that black smoke. Because we're yes, you're well. It it's it is ignited by compression, uh, in 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 temperature. Yes, because there is no spark plug for that. Exactly. So, yeah, there's yeah. So it it has to have, and it's which creates. Carbon burn for sure, uh, and creates carbon buildup from the burning process. So um, that helpful to clean that up too. Uh, keeps the uh, everything in good working order without question. All right, let's take uh, Paul real quick here before we call it a day. Good morning, Paul. How are you?
5: Pretty good. Um, Nineteen, a two thousand three uh-huh. uh, Subaru Legacy. Okay. And then the uh, the Honda Accord wagon that I have, that you has worked on here in El Cajon. Mm-hmm. So which car to keep, and uh, primarily my sister wants me to unload one of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Lord. So What year is the Accord wagon? Do you know? 1993. Oh, it's a 93, and the Subaru's a 2003? Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Legacy. Which one do Legacy. you like the best?
5: Well, I can't get the back door open on the on the Honda right now, so it's yeah. been a problem for a year and a half or so. A friend of mine works on it, mechanic over here in Santee, but... Um, so this weekend, I'll probably take the train up to Camarillo and pick up the Legacy. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, I would probably, I mean, the, I, the Honda sounds like it's in need of some repairs and, and long in the tooth a little bit. So, uh, you know, I probably, the Legacy would probably be your best option. Good little car, too, and more reliable, and, and you'll have less maintenance and repairs on it because it's it's quite a bit newer. So, yeah. two and My- ten years newer.
5: The, uh, the Honda is kind of a rarity. So they were just made for two or three years, I believe.
2: Correct, so I correct. Can, and parts are going to start to get harder and harder to get for it because it was only made two or three years and because of the age of it. So, you know, Yep. I'd probably go with the Legacy if I was you. Hey, Paul, we're going to have to—
5: The Legacy still have a, a light coming, an engine light coming on occasionally on the Honda.
2: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So. With with the age of that car, the diagnosis uh, diagnostics on it is pretty rudimentary too. All right, hey Paul, thanks for your call. We appreciate yeah. you listening. We're Thank gonna have to, your time. no problem. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe out there.
5: I appreciate your program.
2: Thank yeah. you so much. Thanks for listening. All right, folks, uh, we appreciate everybody joining in this morning, giving us a call. That gave us a call. Um, yeah, thanks call. for
3: spending your morning
2: with us. Yeah, thanks for spending your morning with us. Absolutely. Uh, we want everybody out there, whether it's here in San Diego or or wherever you're listening at. Keep the rubber side down and shiny side up. Uh, just a good way to go, right? And any last words of wisdom? Get your induction service done now. Save your fuel mileage. Save your car. Yes. Yeah. So many benefits there actually are. That I don't that, have time right now for that. <laughs> but that is the one service that I always tell people: like if you drive the you drive the vehicle, you will notice the difference idle, drivability, etc. All right, folks, check us out at westautomotivegroup.com. Give us a call or set up your appointment. Let me know if I can help you out. You've been listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego 1170. Till next Saturday, we'll catch you then. Have a great week and be safe, everybody.